nice Ivy League suit. This will I Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. About nine minutes after five o'clock. Uh, yes, I'm back in the saddle again. I'll explain why, and I won't bore you to tears with it, because uh, it is near the dinner hour, and it's not that disgusting, but I'll explain. Uh, anyway, it's a Friday, lighthearted maybe. Talk about things within the realms of good taste. It's still light outside, it's incredible. Despite the fact that it's, what, minus 8, 9, it's going to get colder. But they're skating at uh, Park Circle as we speak, and uh, it's a winter wonderland this weekend. Uh, right here in Watertown because of Snowtown. And I literally live about, I mean, I live close to Park Circle. But I have been, yesterday was tough. It's been two and a half years since I had a bout with what I think is a, uh, an attack on my kidneys in the form of kidney stones. And never, never, ever have I ever passed a stone. I know I was going to get too dis- you know, descriptive here. I'm sorry. But uh, I just yesterday afternoon, I felt this pain that I hadn't felt in a long time. And if you've ever had this, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. It wasn't even as bad as it was the first time I experienced this. When I was away, I had a series of issues um, with, with kidney stones. And you know, it's, it's been a while. It's been over two and a half years. And uh, yesterday, I was afflicted by that once again. So I'm, I'm back, and I'm feeling great. I had a weird night's sleep and whatnot. I, I won't get into that and the crazy dreams I've had. But nonetheless, here I am. Someone's on the phone. Let's see who it is. I think I know who it is. Uh, yes, of course, it's Jason Trainer. Jason, what's going hey. on? Hey, what's going on, Glenn? What do you think about the spy balloon, or I think it was Montana? They say it's a China spy satellite balloon. Yeah, um, yes, it's over Montana. Apparently, there's another one in Canada. Um, all I know is it's uh, it's it's a sign of the times. You know, we're just uh, I don't know what to say other than Mike Pence and everyone. Donald Trump says shoot it down. Uh, Biden doesn't want to do that. People in the Pentagon saying it's too dangerous. We're just looking like a bunch of pansies, Jason. We really are. They're getting all the data they need. They're they're looking at our silos, and they're doing that for an obvious reason. When you say Jason, I mean they're not doing this for fun. No, no, I, I, I agree with you, Glenn, that if there's activities going up and, you know, China put some dangerous material inside the balloon or sail or No, it's it nothing be, like that. No, that would be an act of war. I mean, this is... Destroy it. Yeah. It could come down and do some serious damage. So we really don't know. I don't know. No, that's not the that. case at all. No, they just don't want to... Blow, it, again, it would send a bad... The only thing I can think of... Without, I mean, listen. If you were to knock down a balloon that's at sixty thousand feet in the middle of nowhere, and let's let's face it, Montana is—I don't care what anyone says—is still the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so if you just blew that thing down, and and then you can examine it, you could say, "Well, what are these? What are they using here? Look at this! Like, look at that!" Then you can take a much better look. And what you know, again, it's 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 just. And then you got Putin uh, threatening us uh, with uh, with nuclear. Uh, retaliation because of our involvement in the proxy war with Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky needs more money, and we we hear more and more about Hunter Biden and and, and people don't want to hear. It. I mean, Danny doesn't want to hear this. Uh, the Hunter Biden story is such a non-entity to the left. They like no one cares about, it, but it is well, it's such a big thing. No, let, let me hear me out, Jason, because okay, okay. the one thing that they were worried about Donald Trump was that you know because of his so-called alleged involvement with with Putin or Putin blah blah blah. If you see. Segments of what segments from Fox News going back to 2017 and the rhetoric they were espousing back in the time saying, oh, boy, yeah, he has personal meetings with Vladimir Putin. They put Putin on the top of a list like he was a Bond villain. And now we know Putin is nothing but, a, a you know, 
No, no better than the kid with braces in a, in a Christmas story, where if you just push him back, you realize how frail he is. And, but that's not the hero there. It, it's, it, they, they keep insisting back in the day that tr- Donald Trump was leading us to war and, and that he, he, and, and he leaves us vulnerable because he's got this relationship with Russia. Now we have a spy balloon hanging over a, a, a military zone, a missile silo in Montana, and he, he refuses to shoot it down. And the only thing I could think of is because he's so compromised, Jason, he and well, his he, son. He is, Glenn. I, I totally agree with you that uh, the balloon should be taken out, I believe. T- taken that down. If, taken if, down. Thanks, the Left. Chinese or whoever is gathering intelligence on us, they shouldn't be doing it. So right. I agree with you. Yeah. So so what should we you're saying we should we should took we should we should take it down. Is that correct, Jason? Yes, yes. I, I safely. I think safely. we should study the balloon first, make sure there's nothing inside that's dangerous. That's sixty thousand that harm people. Right. But yes, it should be taken down. Taken down, Jason. One more time. Say taken down. Take it down. Take it down. All right. Thank you, Jason. Jason you uh, Jason Trainer getting things started here. The shortest call from Jason ever. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How you? I'm glad you're feeling better now. Thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you. Hey, as, as far as this uh, balloon goes, yeah. do you remember, um, I'm in favor of shooting it down, sure. or better yet, mm-hmm. if it's a way of catching it, yeah. to see what's in there to catch it. Well, but, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you remember back, or oh, probably 20, the beginning of the, of the 2000s, Mm-hmm. We had a spy plane that went into China's uh, airspace. Right, right. And China shot it down. Do you recall that? I don't. I mean, I vaguely. But, okay, so that happened in the early 2000s. Not the first time Russia did it back in the, I don't know, 50s or probably in the 60s after the beginning of the Cold War. Um, so what what, what, sh- what what are you getting at? So what I'm getting at, if, if, if China can do it to our jet, Right. Why don't we just shoot their uh, balloon down? And we don't even need that for an excuse. It's yeah. in our airspace. Yeah, and you know, and the reason that the yeah. Biden administration—it's mm-hmm. just another example of the Biden administration showing the world mm-hmm. that we have no guts. Right. And these countries are going to keep taking advantage of that sure. uh, until he's out. Uh, that's all that is to be said about it. Right. Uh, number one. Number two is the Biden administration is saying. We don't want to shoot it down. It's going to hurt. Uh, it might hurt people when it falls. Right. Now, that is a flimsy, sure. flimsy excuse, yeah. don't you think? Uh, definitely. Especially if they did it in the daytime. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to drop down like right where it's where it will drift probably for at least, what, 100 miles or so. What, what's, the largest, what's the largest established city and or township in, in Montana? I don't even – was it well, Billings, well, Montana? I just heard – I know – I know you don't like listening to him, but Sean Hannity. Yeah. I just heard on this show before your show. Yeah. That uh, I listened to him. now over Kansas. It, it's oh really? Okay. It, yeah, it's going eastward. Huh? Must be the wizard. Oh, I'll see you later. Tam 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 tam. Sorry. Well, there I you just want I just wanted to throw that out to you. I just I mean, it just it's an embarrassment to the U.S. It is that this stuff goes on. Yeah, and it is going on, and he's compromised. There's no doubt about it. Thank you, my friend. You're absolutely. Well, I'm glad right. you're feeling better. Yes, sir. thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I do listen to Sean Hannity, and I've noticed in recent weeks, Sean Hannity's TV show is turning into the Merv Griffin show. They have a live audience. He's got this segment like, "How am I doing?" Like, like he's Ed Koch or something. But, uh, I, you know, again, if you want to call in about the balloon, your guess is as good as mine. Now it's over Kansas? Floating at 60,000 feet. How long does it take for, I mean, it's, it's got its own, mo- it's got its own, you know, engine on there. It's all it is is a huge, huge balloon holding uh, uh, a satellite. It's, it just looks like a regular satellite out in space, except it's, it's hovering right at the top of our atmosphere, I guess. And I guess in the process, it's probably like, okay, if you're not going to knock me down, I'll just get more data. I'll get more. Oh, I'll find out what the silos look like in Kansas. I'll find out what, you know, what, what it looks like in, uh, let's, let's move on. Let's go to Memphis and see if, you know, the, the, the site of the, of the killing a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Should ter- should t- knock it down out of the sky. You're on the air. Hey. What's hey, happening? Hey, Glenn, I'm glad you're finally talking about Sataloons. Sataloons. That's a good word. I like that. Did you make well, that up? that's what we in the flat Earth community call them because that's the only way satellites are 
above the Earth is when they attach them to a helium balloon. Hmm. I've brought up this topic before. Not true, of You course. mentioned it to the congresswoman, and she said, oh, China's got satellites, blah, blah, blah. Right. But you know what? I said that there is no satellites, that they attach them to these helium balloons. Hmm. So why does China have a satellite attached to a balloon? Wouldn't you think they would have something in outer space? Well, actually, they do. They just they wanted to get... No, they don't, Glenn. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, seriously, think about this. Yeah, yeah. Why is there a satellite attached to a helium balloon? It's very rare, um, um, uh, flat Earth. It's time. not rare. Who is the... Here's a question for you, Glenn. Yeah. Who is the largest consumer of helium? Uh, I'm going to say China. Based on the you know the context no, of this conversation, no, it's NASA. NASA, all right. NASA is the is the largest consumer of helium. Hmm. Do you know why? Why is that? Because they use the helium to put up satellites. Oh, okay. Well, this is, I could, could okay, that's that. how they do it. So okay, and then once the satellites go up in the air, right, they get into what is called the jet streams, which, if biblically speaking, it's the four winds. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they go up there and they can just travel around the earth. I know a Four Winds name for a boat. I just realized that's what they call it, the Four Winds boat. It's a very good quality so boat. So biblically, the Bible says that there are four winds across the face of the earth. Hmm. Four winds. Now, science calls them jet streams. Donnie, you're not going to win me over on this one. There's no way in the world you're going to tell me that every satellite that China, or for that matter, anyone puts up into space, got them up there with helium. Donnie, come on. Well, hold on a second. Why? Think about it, Glenn. It's 2023, and if outer space is real, why is this on attached to a helium balloon? I just told they you they want to get shot a out of the sky. This, this is what I heard when I when I saw the report that this I, that this helps them. To, to get better data so they don't have to, you know, look through clouds and other things, you know, 60 miles 60, above. 60,000 feet? You're yeah. not thinking right. Cloud. You're still going to be above the clouds at 60,000 feet. Yeah, but you're close to Donnie. That's all I can tell you. Donnie, you're crazy. I'm sorry. That, this, no, I'm not. I'm right, and this, and this, and this article proves it. Right. Why are they putting them up on balloons if we're in outer space? I don't know. You know what? You got me. I have no idea. All right. Capricorn gotcha. 1. All right, all right, thank you. There you go. Oh, my goodness gracious. So walking away, wait a minute. Someone's on the Someone. phone. Hi, you're in the... Oh, no, that's not Donnie. Donnie's still on the air. Hi, you're in the air. Turn your radio down, please. Hi. Oh, it's... Uh, hey, well, who's this? Um, you don't care. Okay. Right? I, well, I do, but that's neither here nor there. How you doing? Well, I won't keep you. I just, uh... I had one thing to say, but now he has reminded me who... Ha- uh, uses the most helium. I gotta say, it's Macy's at Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I Macy's. Mean, hello. That's true. Right? Yeah. You can't get that many at a at a reveal party. <laughs> yeah, that's a good but point. Besides that, um, I heard earlier about this uh, balloon. Yeah. Over the central United States. Right. From China. Right, China. I don't know. And just suppose, let's say. Had the media not advertised a couple, a few weeks ago, that all these Ukraine soldiers and how many were coming to the United States and where and when and why, why would they advertise that to the entire world? I don't know. I have no idea. Now China's, uh, I don't know. Hanging around that area. Right, right. Well, I, I, I asked Congresswoman Tenney if anyone's really paying attention to the purchases of, of land land locked behind Route 37 near oh. Fort Drum, and, and she really didn't know how, how to answer. She basically said, well, that's a question for Elise Stefanik. I think the Chinese don't care who's got what district. They could be buying property right outside 199 Wealth Avenue right now, for all I know. we got to look into that. Well, now you, now you got me another opinion that you're going to leak out of me is... Yeah. I feel like only United States citizens should be able to purchase land in the United States. Good point, but um, that's not the case, and we uh, we know. buy property elsewhere, so it's a tit for tat. Uh, he said but the word. China could own right New York if they bought it all. No, right? they they do actually. They own and, quite a bit. Yeah. They own quite a bit of uh, Vegas too. While you're at it, 
and there you go. Yeah. They could buy a state. It's the world order. And you know? once they own it, they could just change the government in that state. Well, they, they could just use it to their advantage and, and find out exactly what type well, of te- could, technology we have. It, if they own it. Yeah, sure. I mean, they say they're doing it for agricultural reasons, but we know otherwise. They're not making corn in, in Billings, Montana. They just want to monitor things near where, you know, where the source of, of uh, 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 you know, intercontinental missiles would be launched. And if, if you can be there on the day of or the day after or whatever we want to call with the beginnings of World War III, it's, it's great. It's great strategy. It's like, hey, instead of fighting someone else who's got more missiles than we do, let's just buy land about a couple of feet from where the missiles are launched. Oh, what a brilliant idea. Well, other than that, what makes it different than the Louisiana Purchase, where we bought all this land and then we own it? Right. But if they come in here and buy all this land and they own it, look at Crimea. They don't even got to friggin' bomb it if they buy it. Well, yeah, like, that's a weird co- comparison. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you on that one. Yeah, sure. So, but, but, but it's not new. It's, nothing any, it's not anything new no. for a foreign comp- a country, rather, to buy property here. It's, it's been going on since the first forever. day we were. Yeah, forever. But but if they're uh, if if they're suspi- if if it's suspicious, why in the world would you buy t- thousands of acres near a very sensitive military installation that happens to launch our uh, inter- intercontinental missiles? That, that's, well, that's that's very su- suspect to say the least. That's the suspicious part of it, or the oh, I wonder what they're up to part. But if they buy it, don't they have eminent domain? No, they don't have yeah, eminent domain. No, we'll they're take, not the. In, they can't have their the own river. bingo we'll, halls. No. We'll take the river, and y'all can uh, uh, buy it from us. Who knows? No, I, I see what you're getting at, but at the same time, you still have to adhere to the rules of the country, and for that matter, the county and the state and everything else that you and I have to deal with right here. You just can't go off and, and have your own sovereign state or, or region of a state because you own it. You just can't do that. But, but. You can, you know, you use it to your advantage where you send back data. Now, look, they, the, the Chinese have been accused of having land down in, I believe, Peru or, or Colombia, wherever it is, and someone drew a straight line. They have a satellite that goes around the, the polar caps, and, and they get the, it comes around, I don't know, every 12 hours or something, whatever it is, maybe every day, and it flies over this, and, they, they, and what it does is when they draw a straight line, they notice that it goes right over Washington, D.C., so what they're doing is they're just sitting there getting data from this satellite somewhere in South America, and it continues to give them kickback kick, kick information about what's... Now, some people will say, like the Joy Bahars of the world, well, we do the same thing. Uh, and they're just upset. And, you know, if you, I can understand why they're sending a balloon over here. We sent uh, Nancy Pelosi over to Taiwan, and they weren't, a, they weren't too keen with that. So they'll just justify this and say, well, you know, they're a superpower. We're a superpower. We've got one of our planes shot down 20 years ago. We go to Taiwan and still say that's a sovereign state. It's independent of, of, of the nationalists and whatnot. So they have every right to just you know, take a look at what we're doing with our missile silos. They'll just justify it. They'll just move on and say D- Donald Trump is nefarious, and anyone who even thinks about voting for a Republican for president is a bad person. That's all they want to focus on. Meanwhile, we're on the, we're on the uh, the dawn of what could be World War Three. Uh, we're absolutely on the dawn of something. Something's going to give. I, all we can do is sit back and shake our hands, except that you have a little more power because you have a voice, but it doesn't reach. You know the whole America. No, because you my my my. You sk- keep it up, and 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 you just might get out there on the California airways there, K whatever. Yeah. K K Y Jelly. Not a skate. Yeah, that's just K Y Jelly one hundred. They'd love you there. Oh boy, I'm sure they would. Man, thank. Take your meds. Take your meds. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. That's for sure. I'll take my fentanyl when I go to California. I can't wait. Yeah. No, they got plenty out there. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you go because other people might want to talk at you. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you very much, ma'am. Very good call. Hi, in the air. Yeah, Glenn. Did you hear that the horror story of making money at the golf store or golf uh, yeah. course has gotten worse? Yeah, I know. I heard uh, Yeah, I heard the hotline show yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. The, um, now the wiring is no good. Yeah. It will not pass. They will not let anybody in the building. So there's – and the um, – can't move the side tech center there. No, and I'll bet you there's a lot worse. And I said to the uh, mayor that it's just started. It's just started. 
that the, the money that we're going to have to put the, into this golf course just to get it open. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're probably talking a few hundred thousand. You got to build a building. You got to finish the 18th green. You got to uh, fix fix up the clubhouse or tear it down. If you tear it down, that's probably another hundred and fifty thousand to tear it down and get rid of all the stuff. Right. Uh, if you fix it up, it's probably a couple hundred thousand right. or more. Right. Uh, somebody told me the other day, oh, he fixed that club up. He didn't fix nothing up. Even in the kitchen, everybody said he had a he uh, redid the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, we heard today that the kitchen's a mess. Mm. So, and somebody asked the question, can we hold him responsible? No. You bought it. Right. Be, buyer beware. Right. right. That's it. I don't, so, yeah. it's just started. It's going to be a never end. Mm-hmm. And I hope that uh, three council people are proud of themselves, what they've done to this city for 66 acres of land up off, um, what do you call it, street that has nothing to do with the park. Golf, you know, and who yeah. cares mm-hmm. about the 66 acres? Up off Gifford Street. Nobody right. does. Right. It's not even part of the park. Mm. So, okay, Glenn. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, as uh, Mayor Jeff Smith, of course, does the hotline show Thursdays and Fridays, and, you know, the the golf story is never going to go away. We know that. But uh, you know, just like that caller said, with each and every revelation is just another money sign. Uh, last time I checked, getting someone to do an electric anywhere, I don't care if it's an outhouse or an old, old um building like you know the, the clubhouse up there at the park that's a lot of money so uh jeff showed me the picture i don't know if he took it or if the, someone else did but it was a conglomerated mess i mean it was like everything was rigged together wires all over the place dangerous enough where they they, they you know they, it, it's restricted to go down there it's dangerous so this you know can these raises questions to like unsight unseen why didn't you look at it first um, and again, I, I, I don't want to pick on, on Lisa, but Lisa's in the realty business. I mean, do you sell a house with bad wiring and say, don't worry about it, it's okay? That's, no. I, 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 but really, you know, just like the judge said, if you don't like what happened here, you have a choice. That's, that's the whole process. My concern is we might not see Election Day based on what's going on outside this area. That's, you know, with China and Russia. Who cares about the golf course? Who cares about $3.4 million? Who cares about faulty wiring? I care about the bright white flash in the sky. Sorry if there's any kids listening. Because that's what is a big concern of mine right now. There's every telltale sign to indicate that something is wrong here. And yet the left doesn't seem to care. Why? Because their world has the guy in office that they want. The Senate is theirs. Social media is there. There's big tech. Everyone is on their side. Trump is down there in Mar-a-Lago just, you know, waiting to beat up on other Republicans. They can't wait for that. That's all they care about. That's all that matters. Bloom in the sky? No, don't shoot it down. That might send a bad message. That could remember when Maxine Waters said, Boy, if we got if if, if we got struck by uh, uh, by one of our adversaries with a nuclear bomb. Trump could start World War III if that happens. I said, well, no, that would be the beginnings of World War III, you freaking idiot. Go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Well, Glenn, I tuned in late. Uh, did I hear you say that the Chinese have purchased some property? No, 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 no. I can't spread that rumor. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Who's, remember, the missile defense system is supposed to be installed in Fort Drum. We've been talking about it for over 12 years. Can't breathe. Yeah. And that's why that's that's why I was calling it because of the missile defense initiative. And if there's ever yeah. a time where that has to be put back on the table, get get Congresswoman Stefanik on the phone. I know she's more important than I'll ever be. Get her on the phone. What's going on there? We're we're ten seconds closer to the nuclear uh, uh, threshold here, and we're not even talking about the missile defense system on the northeast right here at Fort Drum. What's going on here? Where's the Patriot missiles that there's a, oh, I don't know what type of missiles they're going to put up here. But to me, that would be, if I'm a Chinaman right now, looking at, you know, using one chess move after another, they already know where the silos are. That's why they have the balloon over Montana. Why wouldn't they be buying property right here knowing that it's, it's pretty obvious that the missile defense system is, is coming up in our way? So you, you you are saying then that they no they I'm saying that what no I'm I'm saying that no I have no proof of that but who's to say it hasn't happened what what they're worried about sir 
is that the Chinese aren't going to show up here as Chinese nationalists and say, we want to buy 800 acres in the town of Orleans, or not Orleans, whatever, uh, Pamelia, which is nearby Fort Trump. Th that's not happening. But what they would do is they would go through an unsuspecting third-party person and literally come up to someone like, uh, name, a, name a realtor up here. I mean, it's just, they don't know. They just, they just have dollar signs in their eyes. Oh, I'll sell you property no nobody wants. You want to buy farmland in the town of Pamelia for market value? Go right ahead. And who's to say that that would mean that, oh, you got a bunch of Chinese people showing up here in the next six months. They're going to set up shop, and we're not going to be able to get rid of them. That's what they're fighting in Florida. That's what they already are aware of in Montana. And that's what we have to be aware of right here. That's all I'm saying. So, no, yeah, no one's purchased I, any property. Not yet, at least. I think, that's, uh, I, I think you've raised a real plausible scenario there. And, yeah, the, the missile defense initiative is... is it seems to be on the back burner. It's always been on the back burner. And now more than ever, it should be brought up here to defend the North. The, 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 greatest, uh, uh, the greatest population in America is within 800 miles of where you and I are sitting right now. The East Coast has more people than essentially all of Japan. If you look at it, it's, it's shaped like Japan, really. It's, I mean, you've got, you've got all the way from Boston all the way to Atlanta. Uh, J Jacksonville. There's millions yeah, upon are. millions of people, and what better place for us to intercept missiles coming over the over the North Pole than right here in, in good old Fortune. That's why they considered it. That's why they said that would be the best place for it. But they don't want to pull the trigger on it for some reason, pardon the pun. And to me, yeah. it's more imperative now than ever. But it's not happening. On, on one of the proposals uh, for that uh, defense initiative that I read uh, several years ago, if it was fully deployed at Drum, if my memory is correct, there were going to be 60 uh, silos for the, yeah, the, sure. uh, missiles. Uh, that's, a, that's a big project. That would close off Route 3A. 3A would no longer... Yeah, I don't care if it closed off the whole county. If we were the epicenter of the defense system for the Northeast, one, I'd be proud of that. Two, I would be feeling really safe about things, uh, not just for our area, but the entire country. And yet, somehow or other, it's not even—it's not even part of the vernacular anymore. We don't even talk about it. Remember, remember how we said, "Oh, let's rally around Fort Drum. We're going to lose Fort Drum." Remember the closure list when things seemed like you know the 21st century wasn't going to be that you know dangerous as the 20th. Oh yeah, we don't need Fort Drum anymore. All of a sudden, 9/11 happens, and we need Fort Drum. And then we started talking about the missile defense system, and we haven't done anything about it. It's yeah, really strange. That, the missile defense system—that uh, initiative was going to save Fort Drum, and uh, we wouldn't have to worry about it being on a, no. a, on a, a brack list or anything like that. No, but not at all. Anyway, uh, I, I, I found out what, uh, you've answered my question about the about the purchase of the yeah. property. Yeah, no purchase yet, that we know of. Oh, okay, keep up the good work. Then. Thank you, my friend, thank you. Say, yeah, we'll stage it for you. Yeah, yeah, you want a farm? Yeah, we'll build a barn for you. Yeah, make it look good. How much you thinking again? Oh, mar well, market value. My client has uh, a bottomless pit. Yeah, yeah. He's using American cash. Oh, oh, really? Oh, doesn't everyone? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Anyway, we're looking for a lot of property. We wanted uh, in this. We want the direct. We, we want to know how close this property is to Fort Drum. Oh, uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna build a whole new uh, area for for Fort Drum soldiers in the middle of nowhere where there's no roads, there's no service. Right. How much does that cost? Oh, I don't care. Here you go. That's a big commission check for me. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Just to let you know that the golf course, yeah, uh, kitchen, right, has a type one hood. What's that mean? Or type two hood? Excuse me, type two hood. Okay, sounds All like that diabetes. Is a ventilation system. Okay, is that good or what? bad? Is that is that a good hood no, or it's bad? Bad because hmm. the city of Watertown is going to have to come up with a type one hood hmm. that has an Ansel system in it. Okay, which is uh, oh probably over ten thousand dollars just. To, Get it started. Wow! So a thousand dollars a month, or every six months, to have it tested. So let me ask you the other question about what Jeff Smith, the mayor Jeff Smith, was talking about today. How much would it cost to fix that electrical issue down there? In your guesstimation, I'm not an electrical inspector. I'm a building inspector. Right. Uh, I know there's a lot of problems with that building. Mm-hmm. I inspected it a lot of times during my career hmm. but the whole thing is it, well it actually has one of the oldest uh, lights emergency lights in the city of Watertown hmm. okay 
So w- would you still working? So, but their Type Two hood is just a ventilation hood hmm. over the top of their grills and their uh, fryers. So it's th- going to have to be upgraded. And you're saying Type One hood, ten thousand, and that's an Ansel system. Well, ele- electric. And those things are not cheap. And and just throw a number out there. Electrical system for a building of that size. Throw a number out. I don't care if you're not an electrical engineer. Just throw well, a number. Thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars. Times plus another ten, then you got all types. Ugh. And then someone just sent me a text earlier: sixty carts. I don't know what this means. Square foot minimum. Oh, okay. Now, and then, yeah. Then, well, then they were talking about uh, sh- uh, putting a sh- uh, a, some type of enclosure over the carts. Uh, it's sixty oh, okay. carts, forty. And, uh, that's a twenty-four hundred square foot uh, enclosure. I don't know if it needs walls, but some estimate. Someone says here that it's going to be nearly a half a million dollars to build. I don't see that. Well, here's one more thing for you, Glenn. Yeah. If this building has asbestos in it, right, and it goes to the Rodman landfill, mm-hmm. it is geotagged, and if there's ever a leak in that cell, hmm. the city of Watertown will be, be holding for it. Forever and ever. Amen. So wait a minute. You're saying that when you send, send something to the landfill, it's somehow or other linked to whoever left it there? Oh, they geotag it. How do they do that? They have things that go to a satellite, and they know exactly where your stuff is. Is that why that satellite balloon's over Montana right now, or Kansas right now? Well, no, no. That's the Chinese. That's the Chinese. And I'll tell you what. The, yeah. Just send up a... a F-16 yeah. and put little bullet holes into it right. just to deflate it. Right. I agree. Just bring a, it sl- down. a slow burn. You're right. Very very, very good uh, idea. I, what, what are the chances of them, but, though, detonating yeah. it, though? Could they detonate it like like a James Bond movie if they needed to? No, just put some 50 caliber. No, no, no. I mean, I mean the Chinese. If, if they suspected that we did what you just suggested, could they blow it up from their end remotely? Well, you never know. They might have a, a blasting cap on it. Right. That'd be fun. Ooh, let's look inside. <laughs> Whatever. But the whole thing is that everything that's going to go from the Water Town Golf Course to Rodman is going to be geotracked. Wow, never heard of that before. Well, I should look out yeah, because no, I've been, they, they I've been dropping off some stuff. Responsible that... <laughs> forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> You're absolutely. I didn't know that. But thank you, my friend. The ordinance guy. I gotta go. I gotta do a break. But thank you, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate go for it. it. My friend. I gotta do a break. And I know we had issues. I just want to give a shout-out to our friend and all-around great operations uh, dude. Uh, that's Ken Martin. He's been pulling his hair out of his head in recent days because CBS or the satellite link, he, he, he went into it ad nauseum on Wednesday because he knows all about it. Uh, they still haven't resolved it. That's why we've, had double, we've been doubling up on satellites, uh, either our computer system along with CBS and the issue that we had today on, on uh, the hotline show. So things are in disarray. But just please understand, Ken's doing his best. This is, this is an outside problem that a lot of stations across the country are dealing with because of this, this hack uh, out, out west. So it affects a lot of radio stations. Right now, I'm going to do a break. We'll be back after this. Make this year the year you commit to taking better care of yourself. Cool Body Watertown Cool Sculpting Center has treatments that target stubborn fat that won't go away even after diet and exercise. It's the number one non-surgical fat reduction treatment. Achieve 20 to 25% fat reduction in treated areas. The proof is in the 11 plus million treatments worldwide. There's little to no downtime. Cool Sculpting is FDA cleared to treat nine different areas of the body. The most popular areas include the abdomen, love handles, muffin top, and the chin. Set up your free consultation by calling 315-755-0267. That's 755-0267 or by visiting CoolBodyWatertown.com. That's CoolBodyWatertown.com. First-time patients get $500 off the first cool sculpting session, plus 0% interest-free financing available, as well as gift cards. There's nothing wrong with making an investment in yourself and no reason to put it off. Book your free consultation today with Cool Body Watertown Cool Sculpting Center, 315-755-0267. New year, new you. 
Have you seen the price on a new vehicle? Yeah, quite the shocker. That's why it's great to know we have Widrick Auto Sales, the used car leader, on your side. It's simple. Widrick has more pre-owned inventory than the competition. Simply go to WidrickAutoSales.com and see their enormous inventory. More trucks, more SUVs, and more sedans to choose from. Since 1980, this veteran-owned business has been selling the best pre-owned inventory to satisfied customers. Got new car sticker shock? Don't worry. You have the used car leader on your side. Widrick Auto Sales. You can see them on out of Washington Street or online at WidrickAutoSales.com. The Community Broadcasters Bridal Expo returns Sunday, April 2nd at the Watertown Elf Lodge. If you're a wedding professional, it's time to show off your business to hundreds of local brides as they plan their perfect wedding. Get your booth by calling Sandy at 315-782-1240. And if you're a bride, you're going to want to mark the date. Sunday, April 2nd at the Watertown Elf Lodge. The Community Broadcasters Bridal Expo. Get your booth by calling 315-782-1240. All right, we're back. Just remember that uh, Widget Auto Sales is a proud sponsor of uh, the Live at Five Show and the Hotline Show, and for that matter, AM 1240. Just wants to remind you that don't spend new in the new year. I know we're in February, and I, that's, but I still like that line. Don't get new car sticker shock with $49,000 in the average new car price today. $49,000. Don't worry, though, because you got Widget Auto Sales on your side. The biggest selection of pre-owned vehicles than the others. That's more trucks, more SUVs, and more sedans, too, out of Washington Street. Don't spend new in the new year. Come up to the used car leader in out of Washington Street, Widget Auto Sales, or online at widgetautosales.com. Yeah. So, also, I just want to say our other sponsor uh, that just started today, the local L.A. quarry owned by the Thompson family in Lafarsville. Limestone, sand, and topsoil, and they deliver. Uh, they've done our driveway. Uh, we have we have a driveway up at the lake and whatnot that needs attention this year, and they'll come. And that's a long jaunt for them to do. Other people will say, "I'm not going to the end of the world." There, you have to go somewhere else. Get your own stone. Pick your own stone. So uh, yeah, L.A. Quarry. They they go in, they go to the edge of the earth. Right, right now they're they're delivering rocks to that balloon floating over over Kansas as we speak. They don't care. They're delivering to Ukraine. Someone's on the phone. Let's see uh, who it is. Oop, there goes my copy going flying. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn, I wanted to call you back because I had a couple more things. On the uh, missile system, Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I talked to somebody that's out at Fort Drum, Yeah. and they said they have been working on the infrastructure of that missile system since they announced. Oh, okay. And there could be, there could be a reason why they aren't making a big deal about this. So maybe it's there? You know, think about it that way. Hmm. But... Uh, he said that they were working on the infrastructure part uh, ever since they announced that we were uh, going to get it. Okay. And another comment kind of irritates me. You said you don't want to pick on Lisa. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Lisa's the biggest part of this whole problem. She has put us in this. She's a realtor. If we would have had an inspection and we would have found out all about this junk this man has left us. And because um, they approved the inspection, then she disapproved the inspection. Glenn, you can say what you want about her. She's no, she's no good because she did this. And I don't know why. Why? But we would have known everything wrong with this property and could have went if we wanted to buy it or we wanted to lower the price. But because she canceled it, Glenn, you can't say you don't want to pick on Lisa anymore. She's knee-deep in this. I don't know how, but she is, and so are the other two. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you very much. Well, I, yeah, I, you know, I just don't know why they didn't. I mean, the, the caller raises a lot of great points. And I just don't know. I mean, now we're going to find out this. We're going to find it. Listen, when you buy a car... And you wouldn't get this when you buy a car at Widget Auto Sales, for the record. <laughs> but we've been there. You buy something and you've used, even if you bought a bike from a kid when you were when younger and you realize that the chain was broken. He didn't tell you that. You feel slighted. You feel used. And this is just the beginning. What else are we going to find out? I mean, the picture today, I'm not an electrician, but the picture today that Jeff shared with me, 
people should see it. I don't know if it's on News Junkie. I don't know what's going on there, but I think you know this is your this is your ta- this is what your taxpayers this is what your money is is still not going to pay for because you're still going to have to dig deep to fix this, and, and, and that's an easy fix. How often do you hear uh, some pain in the ass guy that buys someone's house, and and then you know. They're about to do the closing. And I've heard crazy stories. And people in the real estate business know this better than I do. And you might have had this experience before. Everything is laid out. You're less than a day or two from the closing. And then someone says, oh, no, I don't like this. you got to fix that. Fix what? Oh, this. Oh, we never discussed that. Well, we're going to discuss it now. So they've got you in a corner. But that never happened. It's like, look, if we're going to go with this deal, we need this, this, and this done. Never happened. Maybe that would have happened with an appraisal. I don't know. It's just a gentleman's way of saying, look, here's what we want. We negotiated from 3.7 to $3.4 million. That's the price we're at right now. So, okay, if that's the price we're at right now, we voted on that. We still have the right to at least see what we're buying. And now we're, found out, now we're finding out what we bought. But now the purchase has been made. So this story isn't going away. It's never going away. And it's just sad. It really is. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, sorry to call twice, but I just sent you a screenshot. Can you pull that up and read that? Oh, my goodness gracious. So what I just sent you was a screenshot from Google showing that NASA uses 75 million cubic feet of helium annually. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, and rocket fuel, too. Did you see that? Well, I'm t- hey, Glenn, we're talking about Satalloons here, all right? <laughs> I do and like that name, Satalloons. rockets that are, they use helium in those, too. Huh. All right? By the way, your, you- your, fr- your friend Bert Miner says I talk over you. Bert Miner, he's saying I, t- I, I don't let you talk. Donnie, I let you talk all the time. No, you, you shut me down quite a bit, so thanks, Bert. <laughs> hey, Bert. <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to prove the point that, you know, NASA does use all that helium right. more than anybody else. Right. And then think about why they're using it. Okay? And the Satalloon that's in the news. That's a great name. I NASA like that name. Does. i got to give them that. They have hundreds and hundreds of these right. that they use. They right. don't go into space like they claim, but I'm just letting you know. All right. Thanks, Donnie. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Bye. So. You know, off the, the subject of locality and balloons and satalloons, whatever the friggy just said. Uh, here's something from a, from our neighbor. The Chinese balloon is making a pit stop over the over the golf course to do a visual. <laughs> All right. I want someone's on the phone, but I wanted to. It's lately I've actually I, I moved away from Fox News. I went back to my old ways and I started watching CNN. Just to see if they've made some, some, you know, I guess you could say agenda changes. Have they, have they moved the needle a little bit more center? You know, moved it from the left to the, just a little bit. You know, ever since what's his, uh, Zucker left. And I figured, ah, oh, I'll give him a shot. You know, Don Lemon apparently is having arguments with other co-hosts. The ratings are in the sewer. He's not significant as much as, as he was. So I, I, I did two things. Uh, I, I went over to Comedy Central because D.L., what's his name? D.L. Hoogley, Hoogley, whatever his name is. It's a crazy-looking dude. What's his name? His name is uh, King of Comedy, blah, blah, blah. Leslie, okay. So as we know, D.L. Hoogley, Leslie Jones, Wanda Sykes. And I, it's, it's amazing how you can just walk in on a conversation and just realize there's no change here. The reason why Noah, whoever it was from The Daily Show's ratings were so poor is because, you know, the, the, the agenda, the platform, you know, the whole narrative is so left of center that people were tired of it. So you would think that you would change that. Say, Look, guys, we're not going anywhere with this anymore. We're not making money. Our companies are angry. We're putting, we're shelling out a lot of money for these hosts. You know, we gave $80 million, say, for instance, to Jimmy Fallon. His ratings are in the sewer. And you're stuck with him for the next four years. It's like, it's like getting you know, like a Bobby Bonilla for way too much money. You're stuck with the guy now. So you would figure if you're going to get rid of Noah, you're going pres- to bring in someone else that's going to push the dial a little bit to the center and have a more of a mass appeal. So I put on Hoogley, 
And he brings on an ex-football player, a very learned man, very well-spoken. I don't want to sound like Joe Biden describing Obama in the years uh, earlier, but he was. And sure enough, the first thing out of his mouth was that how disappointing a lot of white people are that the Super Bowl now has two starting black quarterbacks. And I, I, I just turned it over. I said, let's take a look. Let's give it a chance. You know, Glenn Curry says, I'll give you a chance. If you're going to change, your, your, your ratings are in the sewer. Now you got something new. And in five seconds, that comes out of the guy's mouth. And I'm thinking, is anyone upset in the white community, whether you're conservative or not, that there's two black starting quarterbacks? Who is it? Williams for the, for the, uh, uh, for the Redskins back in the 80s. He was a starting quarterback. That was that, that you know that broke the, the glass ceiling. Forget his first name, and he won for the Redskins. And it's like it was a big thing. And, and quite frankly, I thought there's been at least maybe one or two Super Bowls since that have had black scoring uh, 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 a quarterback starting the game. To me, it doesn't matter. To me, it's accepted. To me, I can tell you that the greatest athletes in the world, on the planet, in the universe, are African American. Or African, whatever. You know, you got what's his name, Bolt, down there in the Caribbean. You know, these—they're—they're they're unbelievably athletic. They—they they run faster. They're stronger. They're better athletes. They can jump high. I mean, I, say what you want. So when someone says, "Oh, I bet you the white people are just really disappointed," we got two black guys starting the quarter. I'm like, first of all, uh, what's his face is biracial, for the for, for the record. And I don't care if he is or if he isn't. These are talented people that deserve to be where they are. And yet this is the – so D, D, what's his name? D.L. Hoogley. Am I saying that right? And when he goes into his little banter, you know, his monologue in the beginning, and then he sits there and he looks at the audience. He it looks like Clarence Williams III from the Mod Squad too, by the way. Only he looks a lot funkier. And every and, – and, and yet you know what the ironic thing is? When they show the audience at, at these recordings, when, and most of them are shot in, I'm assuming, some basement somewhere in New York City. When, when, when they shoot, when they, when they put the camera out in the audience, 98% of the audience, and I mean that, 98% of the audience, they're white people. And whenever they downgrade whites and this, Doug Williams, thank you, thank you. Doug Williams was the quarterback for the Redskins. He, he was the first uh, starting black quarterback to win a, to a Super Bowl. He was a good guy, too, great athlete. And, and whenever they say something, it's like, oh, yeah, those, you know, you know how white people are. And everyone, oh, yeah, everyone's like, all these ass kissers in the audience. Yep, yep. That's not me, though. Don't burn my house down. Oh, I'm with you. Unbelievable. So they haven't changed. They haven't changed a bit. Then I put it on CNN. And it just, and you know what's worse than CNN? Have you looked at local spectrum news? Other than Brian Dwyer doing a story about, and Brian did a great job. He's, he's been there for years. He should move on and do bigger and better pastors. But he's a great reporter. He's our regional reporter for Spectrum News. He does a great job. And he went to uh, uh, Lake Placid to do the college games last month. And he had a report every day, and he'd do a little bit of history, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. The backdrop was the beautiful mountains, Lake Placid. What can you say? And other than that, Every other story leads to something or other, a reference to what happened in Buffalo, which, again, we can never forget what happened there at the supermarket. But it's, oh, it's been eight, eight months and three days. And so I was, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I understand. What do you, it's, the agenda is so out of control. This is why people don't want to see this anymore. This is why people flock to Fox News, because it at least is, an, is a reasonable alternative. If it gets too outlandish, you don't like Sean Hannity with his banter, you move on to other things. But, oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, we're going to change our way. We're going to change our attitude. Our platform has changed. Yeah. We're going to be more inclusive. No, not at all. Not even close. If you want to be the last caller of the day, be, uh, by all means, jump on board. 755-1240. Uh, locally, let's go to News Junkie and see what's going on there. I get all ty types of texts during my show. I also uh, I'm encouraged uh, with the number of people that have been going on the Live at Five Facebook page. In fact, one of the shows last week got 1,800 views. That's a record. That was the day we had streaming issues here. So, you know, and that's a good sign. I don't know how people found out. If they couldn't get the stream, how they found out to go to Facebook. But maybe they were motivated enough. And oh, wait a minute. There's another alternative. That's a good sign. And I'll tell you why. 
that means that people will go out of their way to say, oh, I gotta find another means because I'm not within the ear reach of, of the transmitter here, which, which a little hamster is running in the background. I don't know if you can hear them in our transmitter here. So that, that could barely get beyond you know, the town of Watertown. So a lot of people are listening online or the recorded uh, version of it on News Junkie. We, we wanna thank News Junkie for that uh, wholeheartedly. But 1,800 views and or listens, if you will, from Tuesday's show. So that's a good sign. A lot more people are signing up, too. So I encourage you, if somehow or other there is a, an apocalypse and I'm still able to get on here, which I won't, needless to say, uh, you, you do have an alternative if other technical things go down here. That being, of course, the stream. Just go to Facebook and look up Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. And, uh, that's, uh, and I record all the shows, all the Live at 5 shows. But let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Glenn. I wanted to see if you had watched the latest Project Veritas video on the Pfizer yes. Uh, yes. researcher. I did. I did. Yeah. What, what's what do you make of that? Well, I lo- you know, without getting into what he said, and, and basically, would you agree with me that that was a, I don't like uh, O'Keefe's approach. I don't like when people are, are, you know, the gotcha thing, a hidden camera. I really don't. But I, you got to give him credit. Because they went to a person that nobody knows. He's third in line at Pfizer. He's a man of color. He's, his orientation is, you know, his orientation. So O'Keefe said, oh, let's get a good-looking date who's knowledgeable enough to know what questions to ask. Get the guy to drink a couple of beers, drinks, martinis, whichever. Because at this point, the guy's thinking, well, we're going to get intimate here in the next hour or two. And this guy's asking me very intelligent questions. I'll answer them because we're probably going to jump in a sack after this. Who cares? And wow, what a tactic. Uh, so I got to give him kudos just for that alone. But what's really scary is how he blamed it on white supremacy. I don't know if you noticed that. He said, oh, white people are attacking that. me. And the guy, was and you could see he panicked. And why wouldn't he panic? Because he just unleashed all the secrets from Pfizer and their future plans with COVID-19. And he knows that his, his days are numbered. Oh, my God. If you found out that you just let out the family recipe that was supposed to be concealed in your brain until you went six feet under, you would go crazy too. That's the look of that guy's face when he realized that he'd just been had. So O'Keefe, I don't like when people do it like that, but you gotta give O'Keefe and Project Veritas a lot of credit for their approach on that. And by the way, you can't find that story on Google. Google has restricted that like they did the Joe Biden, uh, the Hunter Biden story. So we know who's ruling. We know who's ruling. We know who's complicit. We know the DOJ, the FBI, Adam Schiff, Schumer, Pelosi, that stupid bimbo. We know they're all in on this together. And and, and unfortunately, people say, well, uh, what about the Santas becoming president of the United States? My friend, it's just not going to happen. We're stuck. We're really stuck with the Democrats. I got to go, but thank you for the call. I, I, I greatly appreciate it. And the Project Veritas thing, just, whew, boy, you got to check that out when you have an opportunity. Listen, have a great weekend. Go skating at uh, 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 Park Circle. AM 1240 W810, Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS News, and we'll see you on Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Peter King in Orlando. From the Midwest to the Northeast, the deep freeze is getting deeper, with wind chills at or